Hello everyone and welcome back to Silhouette Zero Season 4, The Nine Heists of Percival Q. Stalwart. I am your host and GM, Chris Ng. I'm Matt. He's here too. Um, <laughs> so, we are in the investigation phase of Heist 2. Our target, Archer Arrow, the billionaire, question mark? The slumdog millionaire. <laughs> the uh, really rich inventing innovative airship dynamo and inventor um percy and crumpet are currently aboard the luxury airship liner the crown jewel of the arrow fleet the alexandria elysium they just recently very recently managed to sneak aboard on the third class access way having tricked the the guards into believing they are supposed to be there Mm -hmm. and the last objective i got from you was that you wanted to try to make your way to the luxury area right so to see if we could steal her orders for the yes. time so i have a map it is it is not That's a real weird. map it is a is it a grid it is no it's not even a grid so this is a mapping system that i took off of is it based on feelings no <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be based on feelings which is fine. I just need to know. <laughs> Are you taking pot shots at like modern game designers? No. I just want to know if you made a map based on feelings. Here, here is something uh, that needs to be rigid and logical, like a map, and let's uh, assign um, feelings to them. I feel like North should be up. This is a representational map I took from the game Unbound. Um, Unbound has a very nice mapping system in which you just sort of slap post-it notes all over the place. I've, but, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, but it, it's not like an exact order, but the important thing is that it tells you what you, what areas you have to cross through in order to get to other areas. Okay. Right? Like, it's basically a flow chart. Right. Um, so that I loosely understand where I need to go and am able to navigate you around. But I wanted you to know that in I, the sense that... I loosely understand. Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> you need to, I wanted you to understand this was a fixed map, but I'm not just sort of making up directions as I go a along. A fixed map? Rigged! <laughs> rigged! We just went over this. Maps are like one of those things you want to be rigged. <laughs> By my feelings. <laughs> By my feelings, map. How am I supposed to be happy? Although that is sort of interesting. Like, only areas you can access when you're feeling a particular mood. You're welcome. That one's free, Indie Game Designer. Seamus, Seamus, go ahead, write that one down. What would it be called, though? It has to have a clever Um, name, you know? uh, Mood? Mood Path? Mm. Uh, The Inner Road? Mm. The Golden Handshake? Uh, No. (laughs) I'm not smart enough for this. Yeah, I don't know, but we'll come back to it. Okay. (laughs) So you are currently in what's called Third Class Access Way. So you're basically in the hallways. Um, where would you like to, ch- well, you said you want to try to go. So, uh, you start walking down the hallway, mm-hmm. luggage in hand, or is Crumpet attending to all of that? Of course, Crumpet's attending to all that. Okay. So Crumpet is, is juggling your luggage, the remote radio controlled auto walker, uh, chest is following behind and you are leading. Um, what is your ad- uh, approach here? Are you trying to walk like you own the place? Are you trying to keep a loan profile? Low profile. Yeah, probably low profile. Okay, so uh, you're just walking, trying to not draw too much attention to yourself. You come to the first junction, which one says dining hall, the other says promenade. Uh, I guess towards promenade, I'm guessing. All right, you walk into the promenade. This is the largest, quote, compartment of the ship. Um, Of its, like, five, six seven levels these are all it's sort of like a mall i guess if you installed it in the middle of an airship Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say you know i'm gonna make it simple on myself i'm gonna say there's three levels and that uh, there are different shops and restaurants and observation decks yeah yeah we're we're, we're in in an rpg town right right in the center of the airship yeah this is accessible to all three classes um so you have no problem walking into here. No one's going to question you or, or question anything about what's going on here. You see people are just sort of milling about. It's very boisterous and bustling. People are trying to find their rooms. 
people are uh you know just exploring the place you can see a lot of um second classers trying to hide the fact that they're amazed by what they're seeing mm -hmm. um that kind of stuff ah mr passy it's it's quite the, quite the magnificent engineering feat i suppose it's flying capitalism uh, i don't know if it's all that i i don't know what do they really have fully stocked stores on here? Oh, I'm sure they like to pretend they do. They're always missing something. Look at that. The center has a fountain. You know the, the hassle it would have to be to create a water system that would produce a fountain? That sounds quite needless. Yes, but also at the same time, quite extraordinary. Do you think they'll let me take it apart? Uh, I very much doubt that, Grumpet. Oh, they never let me take anything apart. Yes, well, maybe you can file a complaint with the man after we meet him. After we meet who? Ultra Arrow? You mean, we're just going to go find him? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to make a series of plans to try to elude him and his grasp. But I'm fairly confident that it will all go to hell and we'll just be running into him in person. Oh, um, all right then. All right, where to? Or you can roll something, perception. Oh, we didn't do Steam Smog. Roll that for me, please. Okay. Three, please. Three steam, one smog. All right, what do you want to do? Well, I'm still trying to find the place where our stolen room might be. All right, perception, one purple. Three green, one purple. Uh, wait, you can do a yellow for crumpet. Okay, that is excesses, some advantages. I forgot to clear my dice again. It's four successes, two advantages. All right, so uh, you can see there's some subtle signage around. Um, there are two different ways that uh, delineate different access ways. There's the second class access way, which there are two of them, because again, largest group on the ship. And then you can kind of tell there's the luxury access way. That is more subtle, but definitely pretty. Um, subtle way is probably the best way. Well, yeah, that's, that's the way to the first class luxury area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you start walking up those stairs. Um, nobody's, there's no guards posted anywhere, so you're just kind of walking. Mm-hmm. You are now in the first class access way. Big old halls. Trumpet, move um, along. Those stairs weren't that difficult. Uh, I'm trying, Mr. Percy. Come now, one of our pieces of luggage has legs. That's like half the job done for you. No, Mr. Percy, but the rest of our trunks don't have any wheels. We should install some wheels on them. I'm not paying for casters. Wouldn't really help on the stairs, though, would it? I suppose not. Uh, these hallways seem to be very empty. And of course, uh, the distance between each cabin at this on this hallway is much, much larger than they were in the third class area. As you're walking down the hallway, just sort of looking around, a um, uniformed arrow archer... Uh, what would you call... Oh, an airman. That's good. A uniformed airman stops you. Uh, excuse me there. Are you lost? No. Yeah, the porter's not supposed to be using this hallway. Well, we were given express directions to go this particular path. Look, I understand. You might be the first time you're aboard the such a fine airship, but we have standards. On this level, the servants use the servants' pathway. Oh goodness, you're quite right. However, could I have forgotten my manners? He sighs. All right, which cabin are you trying to find? Uh, do I have a number, or is it just her? Uh, you only know the name would of, you know, the Countess Minuet Largo. Yeah. Well, 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 to go to the room of the Countess Minuet Largo. Right, you're not even on the right side. You have to go back around, turn turn inward. Inward. Oh, quite right. And these helper hallways are... <sighs> Just follow me and make quick about it. Don't need you being seen by the other guests. Yes, sir. Oh, boy, what a lucky day for me. It's a cabbage. <laughs> Crumpet scrambles to uh, <laughs> to keep up with you guys. Uh, are you still making him carry everything? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to roll to see if he can keep holding all this stuff. Uh, his brawn is only two, so I'm going to make it two green, two purple. Uh, failure advantage. <laughs> He's uh, starting to tire out. <laughs> so he puts uh, one of the, he puts his little bag of luggage on top of the walking machine. All right, here they are. Let yourself in. Ah, very good. Thank you, sir. And be quick about it. We are quick about it. We're, we're already here. He's waiting for you to open the door. I go to open it. It is, of course, locked. Oh, Baldo Dash. He sighs. 
Higgins. Let me guess. Higgins, where's the key? The key? Uh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Cabbage. Um, I, I didn't. I thought you had it. Higgins, I've made it perfectly clear. I do not carry things that are yours. I, I know, Mr. Cabbage, but the Countess told you to carry it yourself. I think the only thing I carry is the weight of the responsibility of cleaning up your errors. <laughs> After this, Higgins, you'll be, you'll be lucky if the Countess allows us onto another flight ever again. He, uh, the, the airman is already unlocking it. Just hurry it up. Quite well, right. Thank you. See, Higgins, that's a man that knows his way around an airship. <laughs> Slam. You're in the room. Ah. It's very nice. Perfect. I don't suppose she's going to get mad if we use it. Oh, no, no, no. All right, now that we're on the inside, um, Crumpet, would you be so kind as to remove the lock core from that handle and try to fabricate a key that will work? Oh, uh, right, Mr. Percy, right away. Thank you. Um, I'm not even going to roll for it. Well, I guess I can roll for it to see how well he does it. I figured with enough time he would get it, you know? Yeah, it's not hard. All right, so it's going to be three yellow, two purple. I'm going to reduce it by one difficulty just because, again, he has time. Uh, two success, three advantages. Yeah, I made two keys, Mr. Percy. Wonderful. And we have a partial accommodations to use as a home base. Marked improvement, also, I say. Also, I made it so that the master key on the ship doesn't work anymore. Only these keys will open the door. Oh, jolly good. Oh, and I made one extra in case the blackbirds get here. Oh, Crumpet, you're so kind. Well? What now? What now? The tea crumpet, make us tea. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> he rushes off to make tea. I swear, you think this boy has never traveled before. You treat him very strangely. How do you figure? For someone that you have such high affection, you certainly work him to the bone. I wouldn't say to the bone. Besides, how's the boy going to grow if he doesn't work? One might ask that about you. Oh, I'm quite done growing, I assure you. <laughs> All right, so, um, perception please, one purple. Three green, one purple. Two success, two advantage. Okay, first thing, um, rules on the wall. Strict reminder, no firearms are to be discharged on the airship. This could result in a catastrophic explosion. Firearms were to be checked upon entry. If you have forgotten, please find your nearest airman and let them know. Yep, certainly a firearm. <laughs> Number two, make sure you... Make all reservations through the proper concierge. Are they suggesting there's more than one concierge and they all handle different avenues? Um, conflicts of appointment or... Uh, what's a better way of putting this? Like, um, scheduling conflicts will be made... Uh, scheduling conflicts will be determined by the staff and their decision is final. Period. <laughs> Fair enough. Rule number three. Please remember, in the case of an emergency, to use the proper... Escape vehicles assigned to your cabin. You think they would have given us a specific map for every room that was here on the ship? I showed you the path to your appropriate vehicle rather than this boilerplate sign. As you say that, you're looking around, you do see a safety manual on the desk. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> you flip through it. You can see that each um, each level of, you know, has different types of Safety vehicles, you being in luxury class, of course, have your own private emergency balloon. <laughs> it says it is keyed to your same key, and it says it is, quote, simple one-button operation. There's also, like, a detailed explanation should someone want to read it. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. We'll read it. In the event of a catastrophic emergency, the Alexandria Elysium has patented aero, um, aero balloons. Designed specifically for safety. That's a terrible name. In an emergency, you are simply to e enter your aero balloon through the hatch located on the exterior of the ship. The path is marked in your individual safety plan, which it is. After inserting a key, strap yourself and your guests into the, uh, securely into the place, then press the red button in the center. Do not press the red button prior to, uh, prior to strapping yourself in, as the fall is rather dramatic. Of course it's dramatic. Upon pressing the button, the a balloon will automatically inflate and um, internal sensors will track radio frequency to the nearest aero, um, aero airline station and or emergency vessel. Is there, is there a height restriction as to how far we can fall before you can't save me? I'm not sure, but no, I doubt it. I mean, we survived the heat of the wave after all. 
Yes, and actually, because of our adventures, we've become more bonded. My wing power is now stronger. Remember. Now I can jump up to 25 feet? 12 feet, but 12. still, up is better than just stopping. I agree. No, if you happen to have a licensed pilot upon your crew, simply remove the outer housing after pressing the red button to access primary controls. Ah, valuable information. This has been added to the court record. Hey, Crumpet, did you know that the emergency vehicles can be piloted if you're a licensed pilot? Oh, I think I have a license somewhere in the fake sheets, Mr. Percy. I don't think that the, sh that the emergency escape balloon is going... I, I, I'm... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure that the aero balloons aren't <laughs> going to be checking for credentials. That's what they're called, aero balloons. Terrible name. At least make it something yeah. easy to understand, even if it's dumb, like escape balloons. A drop bobber. Float a jig. Um, yeah, actually, that's pretty good, float a jig. No, I will call them float a jig. Actually, I'm going to go back to that book and cross it out and change it. <laughs> you spend a few minutes crossing out all the references to hero <laughs> balloons and write float a jigs in them. <laughs> Describe Percy's penmanship. Very good. He, does, he is an aristocrat background. Right. So it's like. It's like in the, what is it, the Half-Blood Prince, where you have, like, the typed formula, and then mm. it's just, like, things crossed out in this beautiful, flourishing handwriting, like, uh -huh. correcting it. <laughs> you even write next to it, note, Floatamajig will not check for credentials upon removing the exterior housing. <laughs> uh, let's see, you still had two advantages. What would you like to do with them, if anything? Hmm, I don't know, I got nothing. I mean, it's just a perception of a room. All right, first, first advantage. In the closet is an arrow. Um, I think I got a name of this corporation. I keep trying to say Arrow Archer. What's not the name of the corporation? That's the name of the man. Um, arrow Industries Airman's Uniform. Um, the size is a little too small for you. It looks like it would have fit the Countess perfectly, <laughs> but it's still there. And who's who wanting me to keep growing? Look, I can't even fit into this thing. <laughs> uh, secondly, you find a. Um, ledger that indicates all the things that like you have, you have credited to this room <laughs> um there, there's quite a expense account available for you to use to order room service or you know things of that nature there's also a telephone on the desk that apparently connects to whoever's going to provide you these things hey crumpet yes miss percy look how ledgerable this handwriting is <laughs> <laughs> oh um Yes, um, yours is much better, Miss No, it's, it's a joke. That, that, this is a ledger. Ledgerable. Ledgerable. Here's your tea, Mr. Percy. Ah, very good. Have a seat, Crumpet. Oh, and I found these um, croissants. Oh, how fine. Have a seat. Let's enjoy. You consume tea. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know how this works. <laughs> Crumpet, do you believe that Bartonians that actually fly in these often still talk about the weather when they're in the sky? I was just going to say, there's not much to talk about since it's climate controlled. Although, I suppose someone more meteorologically inclined might look out the window and make predictions about weather at different areas? Whether the weather be hot or whether the weather be cold. We'll weather the weather, whatever the weather. Quite so. <laughs> whether we like it or not. Yes, I know, that's what I said, quite so. <laughs> no, I was finishing the rhyme. What rhyme? You don't know the rhyme? Trumpet, I don't have time for all of your childish <laughs> rhyming. <laughs> it was hard enough learning your orphan slang. <laughs> you conclude tea. Did you have any strain? If you had strain, it would have re recovered it. Sweet. Well, I suppose we need to start investigating, Mr. Percy. Um, how should we start? Oh, goodness. Well, I suppose we should find out what's happening on the ship. Learn the layouts. Try to find out where he is, where Mr. Archer Arrow is himself. Yeah, well, I guess we could go um, Hobnob, or um, we could go find Mr. Cabbage. Oh, cool. <sighs> Very well. We will face well, we that demon man. <laughs> well, we don't have to. It's just Cabbage. a suggestion. <laughs> no, Crumpet, the more we delay it, the further his power grows. We need to stop him now when he's at his weakest. <laughs> We're not stopping him, Mr. Percy. We're going to see if he knows anything about what's going on. Oh, yes, yes. For now. Later, though. Door open. Eject cabbage. You, uh, oh, well, do you want to try to put on a disguise or are you going to wear normal clothing? Hmm. If I'm going to meet cabbage, I'll dress in regular clothing. 
do you want me to take the, the auto chest, Mr. Percy? I mean, Pandora's box. I don't think that's necessary. We have this locking door. Okay, I'll just um, put, the, put the controller here then. Yes, I feel that the more that people see it, the more problems we'll have. All right, let's go then. You make your way back to the promenade and towards the theater. Um, as you walk through, you notice there are a lot of posters advertising Cabbage's show. The inimitable Principal Cabbage. Inimitable because no one wants. <laughs> um, you get the, the theater is, of course, closed at the moment. You, you, you walk in and there's sort of a guy sweeping the floor and he's like, Hey, show's not on yet. Come back tonight. You come back tonight. After the show is uh, done and sweep again. <laughs> no, my shift's over then. That'll be my friend. Oh. Bernard. Bernard? <laughs> Bernard. Oh. What kind of a name is Bernard? Uh, that's what I was about to ask, good man. You know, they say that the energy never leaves a, 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 a performance hall, right? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the energy of a show never leaves the, the stage. Oh, you must be one of them performers that works with Mr. Cabbage. Yes, I am. Obviously. They all talk weird like that. Oh, yes, and I talk the weirdest. I'm right, Cabbage's um, best friend. <laughs> There's, like, spittle coming. <laughs> right, all right. Well, he's on the stage rehearsing, so, you know. Yes, that's why we're here. As you start walking in, he lifts up his broom to stop Crumpet. Hi, you don't got any popcorn in your pockets, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> Why would I do that? Robert, hurry know. up. <laughs> First of all, put his bag of popcorn back into his coat pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody kids. Always walking around dropping popcorn out of your pockets. Thanks for having a sweet bub. No, it doesn't. You're just sweeping poorly. <laughs> I don't have any popcorn, sir. Would you like some? Just get on with it. Okay, sure. Have some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, dro <laughs> I dropped my bed seat. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Someone will be by to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should have spoiled like a, a, a PSA on this because this is not how I actually view how things should be handled. <laughs> There's not even any birds to come eat it. I didn't say birds. This man here has a broom. <laughs> the stage is magnificently lit. In the center is a tall, handsome man, well coiffed, wearing a tuxedo. Your nemesis? Question mark. Principal Cabbage. On the stage with him are two lovely women dressed in traditional magician's assistant outfits. Both are holding flaming swords. And um, Cabbage seems to be glancing between the two of them, trying to figure something out. Mr. Cabbage, the rehearsal before the performance is not the time to figure out a new trick. He looks irritated at first and then realizes who it's who it is, and then he looks a little bit, like, amused. Perry! That's possible. Maybe I could get your opinion on something real quick. Come on up, come on up. Quite right. Um, which flaming sword looks better to you? The, the scimitar with the orange flames or the, um, the rapier with the blue flames? Well, that depends on what the trick involves. No, oh, it's a standard double slash and grab. Your falchion. Falchion, yeah. Falchion with purple flames. That's what I would do. Yes, yes, yes. I'll take these swords and flames away and get me a falchion with purple flames. The uh, assistants douse the swords into some nearby buckets and they run off to do the, do the bidding. I swear, Perry, it's like you... I'm so glad you're here. No one understands what I'm going through. Wait a minute, why are you here? Oh, I've received a special invitation into the first class lodging. Oh my. Are you doing private shows? Oh, very much so. In fact, I have a disappearance act planned for later on. My my, well, who's your patron? Oh, who isn't a patron these days? Everyone's so patronizing. <laughs> oh, Perry, I love your rapier wit. Still, he, Percival. <laughs> he, pats you on, he pats you on the back in this way that you hate. In particular, always hate. Yeah. It, 
it stings just a little bit. And like, it, he hits in a weird spot that it throws off my center of balance slightly. So like I always stumble forward a little. <laughs> Where's your boy? Oh, Crumpet, Crumpet. Hi, Mr. Cabbage. Oh, she gets the boy's name, right? Oh, I see Perry's not making you carry something around right now. Of course not. We have lodgings. Yes, um, I, I like your flaming sauce, Mr. Cabbage. That's enough, boy. Stop bothering the man. Have some popcorn. <laughs> oh, all right. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> Crumbs fall off the stage onto the ground. <laughs> well, private, private shows on the, on the Alexander Elysium. I should have done that, Perry. The pressure of doing this magnificent show-stopping tour is just getting to me. After all, I mean, I know they're paying me an exorbitant amount of money to do it, but oh, the stress. Yes, but you also know that this lot barely knows any of the originals. That's what I thought too, but then the more I thought about it, the more I worried. What was your biggest worry? Well, I mean, some of these people book the book their tickets on this flight specifically to see me, which means they've seen my work before. I mean, there are the, the old classics they'll want to see, of course, the the Flying Dutchman, the Solar Inferno, and all that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Such a bore, those. Don't you get tired of doing those? Well, I mean, they, they still generate thunderous applause, so until that stops, I'll just keep doing them. Ah, oh, right, right. It's not about the craft. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, you know how how difficult it was for me to procure all that chemical needed. Yes, and I don't know why you got so much of it. Well, thankfully, it turned out to be quite the investment. So, you know, some of the second-class citizens, are, um, second-class passengers are just probably eagle-eyed and keen. Um, of course, the, the, the luxury passengers, if they bother to show up at all, they'd never impress with anything. I can't imagine how you're getting on. How do you even get their attention? Oh, networking. Well, I know how you got the job, Perry, but how, I mean, how do you even get them to be thrilled with the tricks when you start doing them? Oh, it's easy. You just be charming and personable, and they'll be excited about anything you show them. Hmm. Yes, perhaps you're right. Perhaps I am overthinking these a bit. Just keep it simple. I mean, Archer Arrow hired me, and he didn't even see my show. Why didn't he see your show? I'm not sure. He just said he uh, that I uh, my reputation preceded me and he said only the best could do for his uh, luxury airliner and so hired me on the spot oh. I'm an odd man if you want my full opinion oh really why's that he always seems preoccupied with something I imagine it's that industrialist mentality well, I suppose but he even ignores his own daughter oh I wasn't aware he had a daughter oh yes it's not something he likes to talk about very often why not familial man Familial matters should always be a topic of good discussion. Oh, because Perry, his wife died during childbirth. Come on, you know that. Not the kid's fault. Yeah, but there's, you know, rumors about. Come on, Perry. Certainly, with the company you've been keeping, you've heard him. No, no, I'm sorry. I don't keep with the rumor mills. I just spend time with, you know, the press and the aristocracy. I don't really gossip on the streets anymore. Well... If you must know, his wife was from the USK. Is that a bad thing? Well, you know how bartonans are. Well, yes. Fru, fru, fru. Oh, a colony girl. That kind of thing. Yeah. However, I mean, she came back. <laughs> True. However, there's some uh, deformities at work there. The girl, I mean. Oh, I'm sure they can't be that bad. She can't walk, Perry. Still alive. Two arms on all that. Well, yes, I'm glad that you have such a open-mindedness to it, but, I mean, the, the rumors are that she's not really his daughter, or that perhaps there was some sort of abuse or um, addiction in the womb, that sort of thing. What's the child's name? I was scrambling to find it. Why can't I find the... Hold on. Seriously, where did it go? That's just bizarre. Where's my Discord? I mean, I'm obviously using discord as i'm talking to you that's oh wait there it is so now i need to go here here i believe it's amphora i only met her the one time oh right girl but um wasn't allowed to stay very long well that's a bit unfortunate you think that the girl should be allowed to watch a show yes i, I do believe she's going to watch from the private booth up there he, he points oh very good 
I was told to make sure she seemed acknowledged, but not also to point her out. Uh, it's a very confusing instruction. The best I could think to do was to send a me my uh, mechanical tracking dove up in that direction to land in the booth. She seems to like mechanical things. Well, that's a very kind idea of you, Cabbage. Nice to see you taking an interest in public affairs. Yes, although my mechanical dove seems to be on the fritz. Um, I don't suppose Crumpet could, um... Oh, Crumpet can do all sorts of things for pay. <laughs> right, right, of course. Um, he does a little, like, clap. Um, another beautiful assistant comes out. Uh, uh, bring, bring the wallet, please. <laughs> she rushes off. Another woman comes in with a falchion and a f <laughs> purple flames. Ah, uh, yes, much better. Yes, yes, we'll be using that for tonight. Uh, make sure the other swords are put away properly. Uh, he comes, the wallet appears. Mm, how much? 200, 300. Trumpet's his own man. Oh, um, 300 is fine, Mr. Cabbage. Right, right. Well, here, take five just in case you need to buy parts or something. And uh, here's, here's a mechanical nu nuisance. Another assistant brings out a uh, mechanical dove. Oh, Crumpet, so kind of you to offer him the friend's discount. Well, I mean, you are spent. You're just basically spending Archer Arrow's money. He's. <laughs> Lord knows he has enough of it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the disappearing acts tonight or during this trip will be quite amazing. Say, Perry, would you like to open for me? Oh, I wouldn't want to upstage you, my old friend. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, not that, not, not that you could, but I appreciate the sentiment. Although. I do have another opener. Have, have you met him yet? Oh, who would that be? Uh, the Mystic Melwazane. Uh, roll... Knowledge? Two purple, one blue. Okay. Maybe maybe even street eyes if you felt it was appropriate. Uh, I'm gonna say it's appropriate because my street wise is good. Uh, two yellow and a green and a blue versus two purple. Two success, one advantage, one triumph. Okay, um, well, with the triumph, I guess you can pick who he is. <laughs> Unless you want me to just roll with it. Uh, I want him to be another con artist like Percival, but they're like actually <laughs> friends. Uh, okay. Like they used to run together. Right. Okay. So, um, the mystic Malzwane, uh, Malzwane is a mentalist, um, claiming to be from a faraway land. Of course, you know that it's just your friend Chauncey. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. I'm quite familiar with, uh, Malzwane. Oh, good, good. Yes, he's uh, he's from um, I believe he uh, used to perform for the Maharaja of the Rising Dawn. Oh yes, I know the Maharaja quite well. Oh really? Yes, I guess he was just in Ballantrop, wasn't he? Quite so. Imagine trying to fill that man's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but all right. <laughs> well, well, any anyway, Perry. If there's nothing else I can do for you, um, I do have a rehearsal to get through. Quite right. Break a leg, cabbage. And good luck with your, um, things. Are, are you, um, are you, do you happen to be attending, um, he looks around conspiratorially and, like, motions you closer. He walks closer. Are you here to entertain the princess? Come now. There's so many important people in the ship, surely I wouldn't know which princess you're referring to. The princess. The princess of Bartona? Oh, cabbage. Or All I can say is that it is a very extremely private showing. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. My, my, Perry, someday you'll have to give me a lesson on how you make all these grand connections. Call being personal, Cabbage. I would be excellent at it. Ah, oh, yes, it does hide your many flaws. <laughs> Sorry, Cabbage, couldn't hear you. Bye. <laughs> you're on, are you leaving the theater? Yeah. All right, you're on your way back to the promenade. Hi. Mm -hmm. You didn't eat any more popcorn over there, did you? Goodness, no. I believe Mr. Cabbage had some on hand, though. Oh. Why is it always popcorn? <laughs> you better watch yourself, bird brain. Who, me? No, your little boy there. Dropping all that bird seed. Why do you carry bird seed? In case the birds get hungry, sir. Don't you ever feed birds? Not on an airship. Filthy little mongrel. Well, can't get away from the street urchins even when you're flying above the street. You know, if you had more birds on the ship, you would have less popcorn to pick up. <laughs> he drops his broom. More birds on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You call me the Birdman. That's a story arc I'm going to have to check on on later. <laughs> Come now, Crumpet. <laughs> Let's get to sabotaging this bird and then we'll continue. 
actually, let's make a visit first and then we can work on sabotaging the bird. Um, oh, all right, Mr. Percy, whatever you say. We're going to go find the mystic Malwazani. Malwazani. Oh, the mystic Malwazani? Yes. Oh, uh, I, read a, I read a review of his in the paper. Oh, what was it? Oh, wait, what's the name of the, of like the trade paper for magicians? Hmm. The only thing I can think of is like the Tricky Tribune or something. Yep. It was in the Tricky Tribune. That's not what I asked, Crumpet. What did it say? It said, um, five out of ten doves, standard fare for mentalism with a extra twist of mis uh, mystical foreigner panache, but not enough to really wow more discernible audiences. Ideal for street performances, lower class parties, and perhaps as an opener. That's pretty fair. So why are we going to see him? Oh, are we going to make fun of him? Partially, in a way. Um, so are you going to go back into the theater to the dressing rooms, or are you going to try to find his room? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't have left had I known he was going to be attached to the theater. Well, you don't know where he is, but those would be the two <clears throat> obvious ways to look for him. Would be to look, either look, try to find his room or try to find, um, uh, find him in the stage. Oh, he wouldn't be rehearsing. He's going to be in his room. I'm going to try to find his room. All right, so back to third class access way. Third class is about as empty as uh, the first class hallways are. No one wants to be on the bottom, but no one else can afford to be on the top. Interesting. Is that a commentary on society? At least a commentary of society on the ship. Um, how are we going to find him? Well, I suppose the easiest way would just be to wander a little bit. Try to find a ledger somewhere. Oh, like, like a manifest? Yes, but for people. Oh, right, like a passenger list. That's the one. Maybe we can find, uh, swipe one off a crewman. Jolly good idea. Just have to find the crewman that would be carrying one. Do you want me to do a run and bump? Oh, bump it. Been ages since I've seen you do a good run and bump. By all means. You wait for the first crewman. And, the, uh, and when the first airman appears, he attempts the run and bump. Uh, do you want to roll this for me? It is yellow, two green, um, two purple. Uh, okay. Failure, two threats, and a, well, a nothing, two threats, and a triumph. <laughs> oh boy, okay, I have to think about this for a second. Um, I mean, I don't know what to do with the threats, but I, I did have an idea that the crewman we picked was just the guy we're looking for, but in a disguise to try to lift some stuff while he was on the ship. <laughs> Chauncey, you said, right? Yeah. Run, 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 bump, bump. Oh, sorry, mister. I did What the? Uh, Crumpet looks and he is uh, not only handcuffed, but also manacled on the on the ankles. <laughs> ah, ah, Mr. Percy! Grab. Uh, the crew, the airman grabs both chains, starts dragging Crumpet around the corner. When he turns around the corner, Percival's standing there. Uh, uh, Let's not take any chances today, shall we? Hey, Percy. How about we go find it somewhere for a quiet chat, eh? Right. Very good. <laughs> he continues to drag Grumpet, <laughs> opens a nearby cabin and drags him in. Brilliant accent, Chauncey. Oh, thanks, mate. You know, I always figure like these airmen guys would be like kind of oafish. Very, very much so. In fact, I had a voice like that too when I was pretending to be just another errand man on the streets. Oh, very good. What's all this then? Right, that is a good one. I knew that for Toppins, Governor. <laughs> Toppins, is that the two one or the three one? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Percy, you old burglar, what are you doing here? Continuing to ply my trade. Crumpet! Mm. He unhooks the things. See, you're still stuck with this old scallywag, eh? Still can't take him, Chauncey. Hi, Mr. Chauncey. <laughs> Your bump and, uh, your, your bump and grab is, your running bump's getting a little sloppy there, though. Spending too much time with your head in a buck. Not enough time living in the real world. Sweeping, swiping and diving and well, nicking. I mean, to be honest, we haven't needed to swipe very much these days. <laughs> oh, right. Your, uh, your performances actually make money. <laughs> yes, I wasn't expecting it. Now I don't know what to do with it. But I am on something of grave comfort. Uh, I am on a quest of very grave importance. No, uh, yeah. Is it of mystical importance? Actually, this is. Oh, 
Rudhel, Dare of the Mystical Malawazane. Open your third eye, Chauncey. <laughs> or, if you're unable to, I suppose I can do it for you. Fine, fine. What, what's going on, man? What's going on? So, the short of it is, I need to find a... Well, it looks like an urn. Alright. Um, Who's got it? Well, it would be Archer Arrow. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. No, no, really, who's got it? It would be Archer Arrow. Percy. It's not funny anymore, man. It's not funny. It would be Archer Arrow. Oh, man, Percy, why are you always getting yourself in this kind of mess? Look, I just finished cleaning up at the garden, okay? Cut me some slack. The garden? That mess was you? Yes. How'd you get the bootcutters to jump in like that? I'm a very popular man, Chauncey. Everyone likes a popular man, don't they, Chauncey? <laughs> That's not what I heard. I heard Madden has a, ha a bounty out on your head now. Well, now he does, but not before. Grump it, I'm telling you. Cut and run. Uh, no, thanks, Mr. Chauncey. I'm all right. Yeah, it's not like the bootcutters put a bounty on, out on his head. He shrugs. Okay, so you're uh, swiping after high-quality targets these days. What, are you trying to retire? No, like I said, it is of life and death importance. There's actually no monetary value in the object I wish to steal. Then why bother? Because of great mystical importance. Yeah, but why bother? I live in the world. Okay, I get it. You don't want to tell me. Fine. Uzu! To me! <laughs> Chauncey falls into the corner of his very small cabin. You know, that frantic thing where he's trying to hide behind <laughs> his legs and hands at the same time. Uh -huh. Bow before me, Huzu, the god of darkness and shadows. See? Chauncey? Mystical. It's all on board. What the heck? Is that some kind of new trick? No, this is a mystic deity that's attached to my soul. Ooh. Ah! Oh, Conrad has one too. <laughs> that's too hard. He's the god of death. Yeah, death. I like to eat souls. Chew them up. You can put them back, kinda, if you're okay with a little bit of honey left over. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Mr. Percy, I don't think this is the right approach. I'm a very busy man, Chauncey. Do you believe me now or not? Okay, okay, just put them away. Oh, all right. I'll talk to you later, Huzu. Very well. I shall return to the Shadow Realm. There's a Shadow Realm inside of me? I'll see you in your dreams, Chauncey. <laughs> and you too, Grumpy. <laughs> you too, Grumpy. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> oh, Jahal, you trickster. Okay, okay, okay. So you're you're into some real mystical stuff. All right, all right. Uh, okay, Chauncey, let, let, let me. I can trust you. We're old friends. Listen. Yeah, I mean, if you couldn't, it wouldn't be very triumphant, would it? Quite right. Listen, the heliolith was also partially me. Oh, jeez, that was like two days ago. Yes, and the garden was yesterday. So two <laughs> two days ago, you destroyed the heliolith. Yes. No, wait, that was more than two days ago. That was like five. So like last week you destroyed the Heliolith. Yesterday, you caused a kerfuffle at the garden, the biggest manor in Ballantrop other than the palace. You got a fair amount out of there. And now you're on the luxury airship of the richest tycoon in all of probably the world. Yes. Is this ship going to crash? Am I going to die here? No, oh, goodness no. Let's go to the floatamajig. Buckle up, push the red button. It's in the safety manual. I read the safety manual. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So whatever you've got going on here, look, Archer Arrow's got a, a jug. It's you very need. simple, okay? The Heliolath had a cabal of people of high power. You know, the, the people that controlled different aspects of the world, right? Sure, yeah, that tracks. They had a bunch of these jars. Some madness, mystical stuff happened, and now I have to collect all the jars. And that's where the honey was in the jars, or? No, that was an analogy he, that Jarhal used for bringing people back to life. Oh, okay, right. So you're collecting jars of ghosts. Yes. Okay. Okay, and Archer Arrow's got one. Yes, like I said, all, all of the most important people did. And you ought to steal it from him. I have to. Save the world. Okay. How am I going to help? Well, you've obviously been making tracks on the ship a bit more than I have lately. Yeah, true. I need information. I need to know where it is. Oh, boy. Well, I need I to know what kind news. of security is involved on this ship. All right, listen. The, this ship's basically divided into four sections. Well, five. Yeah, we'll call it five. 
So, I mean, the first three are obvious, right? First class, second class, third class. Then you got the crew access areas, you know, the areas that the crew's got to go to to actually keep the whole thing running. Engineering, bridge, observation deck, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a fourth section, a uh, fifth section, uh, a private section. Archer Arrow's got a whole chunk of this airship locked off for himself. That seems like quite a waste of an airship. Well, I mean, he's a billionaire. He can do whatever he wants. But apparently he's got a whole lab on this thing. Why would he need a mobile lab on his airship? I don't know. That's the rumor. Nobody's seen it. Nobody gets to see it. It's literally like him and his inner circle. That's hmm. it. Who's in his inner circle? Honestly, not many people. Look, I have the same idea too, right? Swipe something out of, out of his room. Fetch a nice price. It's probably got like a fancy painting or like a ball of energy or something like that, you know? Certainly. Always those pesky balls of energy. You know, some kind of experimental thing I could sell to his competitor or something. Of course. So I started trying to ask around, figure out who's got it in with him. And apparently, the only people that get in there are people like his personal accountant, his uh, head of research, his uh, wet works guy, and his daughter. Pretty much it. That would be M4, would it not? Yeah, the girl. Honestly, I think she has room in that section too. But the other guys I mentioned, they're not even on board right now. What kind of security does this man have? Don't know. Past the first section is a, well, uh, blocking off the whole section is a huge vault-like door. A couple of guards in front of it. They open the door, they close the door, and that's all anybody's ever really been able to see. And there have to be more paths in and out. Uh, presumably, but... I don't know where they are. Well, then, I suppose my best bet will be make some family ties. Yeah, I guess that's one way to go about it. I was thinking walk on the outside of the ship, drill out, drill in, but... Yes, but what the ship, what's the ship made of? Yeah, exactly. I figure whatever I bring up there is not going to cut it. You get it? Very good, Chauncey. <laughs> Plus, there's a lot of easy money to be made right now, just uh, pretending to be uh, Cabbage's pal. Oh, yes, we all do the cabbage stage at one point of our lives or another. Oh, yeah, you were doing it earlier, Mr. Pesky. <laughs> yes, I regret it. That's fine. One day that man will fall. <laughs> ah, come on, cabbage ain't that bad. He's just straight, that's all. That's what he wants you all to believe. But I know the truth. Percy, he's not trying to get you. I don't know how many times we're going to go over this. Not just me. He's trying to get us all. <laughs> All right, man, if that's what you got to do to live your life. Well, how, how, how else can I help you? Do you know what flight path we're on by chance? Uh, no, not really. I can get the tour schedule, but that doesn't give us a flight path. Hmm. Well, I suppose that should be all for now, then. I have a plan to at least get in contact with the, with the girl. All right. Uh, is there anybody, anything you want me to ask around about? You know, do a little research for you? I want to hear rumors about the forbidden portions of the ship. I want to know what I'm expecting in there. All right, I'll give it a try. Um, about my compensation. Hmm. And what will what will you require for helping a friend? Ah, not much. Just uh, should you come across a ball of energy or? Understood, old friend. Now, crumpet. You guys do some ha secret handshake. Yeah. Now, crumpet. Let's discuss turning that bird into a messenger pigeon, shall we? Um, okay, Mr. Percy, if you think that's a good idea. I think it's a brilliant idea. Should we do it here, or should we go back to our room? No, to our room. Oh, right. Your tools are there. Oh, right, of course. It has much more space. We won't have Chauncey staring at us. <laughs> it's fine. We, there's no reason for us to be here. Let us go. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm trying to go, so you, you guys gotta get out of here. Yeah, we need to leave. Sorry, 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 still working on social cues. Still. You return to your cabin. So what's the plan, Mr. Percy? We need to make contact with M4. Okay. Oh, right. And, uh, and, um, and Mr. Cabbage is going to be sending this bird toward her anyway, so you want to send a message. Correct. Well, we could easily attach a recording in, if that's what you want. Yes, yes, I suppose so. But, um, what's the recording going to say? The lives of everyone on this ship are in danger due to the actions of your father. If you wish to save everyone... Meet me, uh, call, we need to find a secure location that she might actually go to. Crumpet, go find, go find the ship urchins. <laughs> Doing what you can, and bring me back information. Ship urchins? Is that really a thing? I imagine it is. Um, alright, Mrs. Mr. Percy, I'll run and do that. Very good. I'll continue my work here. 
He pours another cup of tea. <laughs> and as uh, Percy enjoys the finer things in life, as his friends and allies gather information, we come to the end of the episode. So, did I do anything that surprised you? Um, I don't know. Falchion, with, <laughs> that caught me off guard. I was like, oh, nice pull for a sword. <laughs> um, also, the idea of having, you know, his old comment buddy aboard is a good one. I like that a lot. Yeah, I was like, I'm like nah, I gotta keep the, let's, let's get other thieves to help us train, keep going, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, all right. Well, wasn't that exciting? I know, we were all at the edge of your seats. You can't wait for the next episode, but you're going to have to. In the meantime, you can always get more exciting action on the Patreon at patreon.com slash sillzero. Uh, $5 a month gets you extra audio content, including chit-chat with Chris and Matt, and a bunch of audio things that I am working on. I got two in the pipe right now that I think people are going to like. Um, and $1 gets you access to the Discord server, where today we argued about curry. Well, we're also not, not argue. Oh, yeah. Well, today we discussed curry. Um, we're also still on Twitter for the moment at in daydreams and at sil zero. Chris has S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. And I'm S-I-L-Z-E-R-O-M-A-T-T. And you can go to twitch.tv slash in daydreams to watch streams and meet uh, our, our newest member of the crew, uh, Editing Dog. Editing Dog is a dog that I found on the street who was editing some random audio. And uh, he now edits the podcast. So, you know, give a shout out to Editing Dog. Yay, Editing Dog. Yeah. Get back to work, Editing Dog. Yeah, no sleeping underneath the desk while there's editing to be done. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll be a real dog. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, until next time, may all your skies be clear and all your seas be stormy. End of episode. It's, uh, uh, this is a map based on the different uh, tarot arcana. And no. <laughs> okay. So it, we're it going is to a play, represent. We're going to play a, one of those games where you use a tarot deck to draw stuff. But instead of a tarot deck, we're going to use Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This will probably go in the blooper reel. But have I told you about the Sesamero? No. There's a guy on TikTok that does tarot readings using a. Um, Sesame Street deck from like the Dollar Tree. Oh wow! <laughs> and as you can see with the the the, uh, the down card, Super Grover is on the <laughs> ground. Super Grover. And he only goes on the ground when there's a problem to solve. So this <laughs> indicates that you have. <laughs> He's like my favorite guy. I love that guy. That's pretty good. Okay, so 